0: Welcome back to the Chasing Tone Podcast, everyone. Today we talk about the TS-9, the TS-808, and the new tube version of the Tube Screamer. Talk about all the details of it, the differences, the price differences, and why that is. And let's jump right into it right now.
1: The mics are hot, and so are we.
0: Well, it's actually not very hot here. It's negative six today. But Actually, it might be a little warmer. It might be like two degrees Fahrenheit today.
1: I was talking about our level of physical attractiveness, but okay, fine.
0: <laughs> the two go hand in
1: hand here. Uh, oh, really? <laughs> that's an interesting. Anyway, uh, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. <laughs> Everybody's got their thing, man. C- <laughs> that's true. That's true. And they can just keep it to themselves.
0: Oh, uh, boy.
1: Uh, I'm turning it's into a, an old man. Everything's snap, crackling, popping as I move around. Yep. Is that is that uh, a sign? That's a
0: sign that you are indeed getting older. Uh, great. Time for more more yoga, less
1: squats. I don't like the sound of that. <laughs> Yoga's too hard. <laughs> uh I know, I know.
0: But it's necessary for a sold farts. Uh, I,
1: I, be- Got, I gotta do
0: the yoga. Yeah. Gotta do the yoga. Yeah. I'm
1: gonna have to start hitting up with that that yogurt a little more often.
0: So speaking of yoga. hmm <laughs>
1: <laughs> Tell me more. I'm
0: sure you I'm sure you've seen the uh the New Tube not YouTube, New Tube, N U T U B E
1: tube screamers, right? Yeah, speaking of yoga, I certainly have. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, did. I actually like wanted that. to talk to you about that. I kind of like did a little bit of research, but purposely didn't do too much because I thought that'll be a good topic for Brian to educate me on on said chasing tone podcast. Um,
0: and, and I'm still learning a bit about it myself. I mean, from what? <coughs> Excuse me. Excuse <coughs> me.
1: You're allergic to them, I guess.
0: It's real dry today, so my throat's scratchy. Uh, so. Uh... From what I have learned, from what I can tell about the new tube stuff, it is, um, I mean, I guess it technically does work kind of like a vacuum tube.
1: Right, and as far as I can tell, it is indeed in a vacuum, I think.
0: Yes, Mm -hmm. yep. Um, The difference and the main difference, from what I can tell, now here again, I don't have one, I'm just reading literature and what others have written about it.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So like a 12AX7 generally has a gain of 100, okay? So I'm not going to go too far in what that actually means because I hate math and it involves math. Okay, okay. okay. Um, the new tube has a gain of 5. Oh, um, wow. Okay. Right. So in other words, it really doesn't create that much gain. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, if you're using a 12AX7 in a guitar amp, more often than not, You're using it for some gain. Right, right, right. The idea is to kind of get more signal, louder signal, up to a point where it starts clipping. Mm -hmm. Okay, it starts distorting.
1: If your device can't do that, then what's the point of it? Is it one of those things? Now, I know I'm really getting out of my zone here. Of what I'm qualified to speak of, but I guess that's not any different than normal. Uh, so, could you, in theory? Now, I know that's a big, big difference, but like I, I see that they're used in those, um, those Vox amps. Um, mm-hmm. Are they using like a whole bunch of them cascading in order to get the gain up to where what we would expect it to sound like? It sounds like I've not played any of these things, but I've heard. Yeah, I, I heard the Vox ones. I are decent. don't.
0: I don't know. I, I've heard a lot of good things about it. I've heard they sound really great. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't played any myself. So I, I just simply don't know schematically what's going on there. Um, but, yeah, for, I'm looking at some literature right now and just some different schematics. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, you, could, I think you can put them in a situation called a, a Muamp. Okay. Just a, a type of game... Configuration to get gain out of it, and I think you can get some more. Maybe uh, looks like I think if I'm reading this right, a gain of 18. Huh.
1: That's still. I think,
0: I think I'm. I I'm reading that right. Per tube uh, or new tube per per section. Per let's section. call it per section. Okay. Yeah. So a uh, mu uh, a mu amp would be basically two. Uh, well. Two gain circuits, which in a twelve AX seven, there's two gain circuits. Okay. Okay. all right. So, I mean, I don't want to say per tube, but per what most would call the per tube stage, quote unquote. Okay, I got you. I'm following you. Um, so I think if I'm reading that right, this is a very technical, technical um page I'm looking at with lots of math. Ooh, gross. Lots and lots of math. I mean, it's like, uh, you know, X one two. Three triode mu equals eighteen point one. Ex equals four point eight oh eight zero.
1: Lots of words and numbers. Right. Oh, words. Oh, sorry. Numbers. Stuff's. I'm glad uh, there's smart people in this world who know and and can enjoy that kind of stuff. So I can. It's. It, I can yeah, play with the it, toys they create because I'm too dumb for that. My,
0: it's not me. That's that's when I'm I'm lucky to like call up Bruce Egner or someone and be like, "Hey, Bruce, if you're going to dumb this down to like a third grader, how mm-hmm. would you explain this?" <laughs> and he's, he explains it to me like, "I get it now. Okay. <laughs> Why did they just explain it that way to begin with?"
1: <laughs> oh, it's to keep people like you and I out. It to is to out. keep
0: us keep us out of the club, man. <laughs>
1: You still use the calculator on your iPhone? I'm sorry, you can't be in the club. <laughs> I, sure, I sure do on a daily basis. I'm like, there's one, two, two times 16. What? Uh, uh, I don't know. Um, numbers are hard. They're hard for me. <laughs> but uh, I'm, I am interested in the new tube stuff. I think it, I mean, obviously, they put a lot of muscle into creating it. They obviously didn't just do it for tube screamer, I think Korg's got like all no. kinds of these preamp things. Some people are really excited about it for studio applications. I think uh, I think it could potentially be really cool. I just don't know, like with the gain being so low, if it's gonna work the way we would intend uh, in yeah, a normal whole, guitar application.
0: Right. The only way I could see it making a big difference, I mean, you can, you can run a sound, a a signal through a tube through a tube stage. That like minimum gain, right? So basically unity gain, of course, and uh, and it will warm it up some just due to the inefficiencies of the YouTube of the YouTube, <laughs> <laughs> due to the inefficiencies of of the tube stage itself, right? So may, maybe they're using it like like that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I think Radial did that on their Tone Bone series. Mm-hmm. Um, they either did that, or they used them as clipping diodes. You can use them as a clipping diode too. So. But in the way that the diodes are situated in um, in like the op amp of a tube screamer, yeah, I don't I don't think you can use them that way. Hmm. I've never heard or seen anyone of using using a tube that way, so I don't I don't think the diodes would work like that. I think they have to go to ground or to a voltage reference. Um, so I don't. The only thing I can think of is they're just warming up the signal a little bit and, and raising the price a bunch.
1: It it appears that way. Um, and I don't know if the new tube technology itself, I don't know how expensive that is to produce, if that is, like, just what they got to get, or if they just did it to do it. I don't know. Right. But we're talking about the Tube Screamer, of course. There's a lot of other applications right. they have it in, but the new tube yeah, th- Tube I mean, Screamer. I
0: mean, the the actual application of it, if I mean, if I had to guess, they developed this technology, which isn't cheap. I mean, it's, this wasn't something you'd pay someone, you know. A couple grand, and they come up with this new technology. No. They've spent some money on this, so who knows? Uh, who knows what else it could be? You know, applied to. I don't know. You I, know, I mean, maybe we're going to start seeing these in computers and phones. <laughs>
1: Dude, yeah. I've got a tube based phone. I mean, <laughs> sounds awesome. Sounds great. That's the most hipster Portland <laughs> thing I've ever heard. My iPhone <laughs> is tube based. <laughs> Yeah, it weighs fifty five pounds,
0: but man, listen to the sound. Listen to the tone. <laughs> listen to the tone of this
1: YouTube video it's playing. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, oh. um, yeah, you know it's funny that you you, you said you, like you, we don't really know how they're using the tube in the new tube tube screamer. Like we don't know what what it's actually <laughs> doing in there. And I put it, I put the question out on Instagram. Uh, and I didn't really get any good answers, uh, not, at least not not as, not as of yet. I should go back and read right. through the comments and see. But I, I put it out there. I said, "Okay, I get that they got a, this new uh, vacuum tube type technology, um, and they've used it in this guitar pedal. What is it doing? Is it a buffer? Right. Is it clipping? Is it amplifying gain? Like, what is it doing?" And nobody really seemed right. to know. Some people said they're just lighting it up to make it look cool, and I'm like, I. I doubt that in this.
0: I don't. I don't think they're lighting up this. I mean, just the, it's not like it's not like a big glass tube. It's basically a circuit, you know.
1: Yeah, um, they're like lighting up the little window that says "new tube" on the pedal.
0: Oh, got you, got you. Well, I mean, yeah. I'm, I mean, if you're going to develop a technology, you're going to make it look cool, you know. Of course. So, I mean, I, I mean, there's no reason for them not to. I guess. I mean, I, I, I'm, well, I guess what I'm saying is, I doubt they're like doing the trick of putting an LED behind it to make it look like it's glowing or something that people
1: used to do back in 2005, 6, 4 somewhere near there. That's that's five. what I'm saying. I don't think I don't think that uh that they're going to go through all that headache of making this n- this new device and implementing it in a guitar pedal in this in, you know, in 2018, yeah, 10 years ago maybe. In 2018, I don't okay. think they're going to especially Ibanez go through all that trouble and have it just light up.
0: Right. Like, right. it's it, going it to do something. Like, let's see. The source impedance is uh, 300,000 ohms. That's not much. Hmm. So, huh. Okay. So, I just, I'm just, sorry, reading through some, some information on it as, as we talk about it. So, right. so, I'm not completely uneducated and just throwing my uh, uneducated opinion out into the uh, podcasting world. Well, I guess I kind of am. So <laughs> <laughs> I
1: was like, yeah, we sort of are doing that. We don't really know. We only uh, on kind of on know. On second thought,
0: yeah, I really kind of am doing that. Um, okay. So, but if you're taking, like, like, let's say we're just talking tubes, Mm-hmm. it's going to be a lot harder making um, a tube, t- tube stages sound like a tube screamer. Right. I mean, you you can kind of get close to there, but we're talking multiple gain stages, and it's just it's not going to react the same way as an as a op amp that you're turning the gain up on between the uh, input pins, and uh, or or the input and output pins. Mm-hmm. Anyways, it's not going to react the same as op amps. I mean, you can you can eq it so it's you know mid range honky around seven hundred twenty three hertz, mm-hmm. uh, that sort of thing, but it's just not going to be it's not going to be the same. I I bet it. Probably would be cooler, <laughs> actually. So if it may, I guess I say that to say if this is multiple gain staged uh, tube screamery stuff, I'm all in, man. Sign me up. Uh, in fact, I can't. I can't wait to actually get one of these so I can pull it apart. And
1: That'll be interesting. I would love to yeah. hear what you find when you do that. I want to. I just want to try one, just because you know they're super hyped. And you know what? I really I do like, regardless of what the new tube's doing. I like that they put that little clean blend on there because, like, the Tube Screamer kind of does that anyway, but it's it's interesting that they allowed you to control that. Well, I mean,
0: I wonder if they're doing it like the Sparkle Drive. So the Sparkle Drive is basically a Tube Screamer with a clean blend. Yes. Okay. Um, which is basically the same thing. Like, our hot-wired pedal, the right channel, mm-hmm. basically a Tube Screamer with a clean blend. Mm-hmm. Um, so what that means is you can go all the way clean to... No clean and just the distorted signal. Yes, but with that type of circuit, just in the way it works, and especially if you're using a guitar with a little bit hotter output, mm-hmm. uh, anything more than a single coil, basically, you're gonna you're gonna hear more and more of that clean signal. Oh, uh, okay. So, and you're, it's I mean you can you can clip it asymmetrically, so you can change the diodes a little bit and get rid of some of it. I guess it clips a little bit more. Well, it's not as apparent, probably because of the different harmonics, but it's still you're still going to hear hear it that way, just because of the type of clipping, the soft clipping that it's doing. Okay. So, I don't know. Um, I, I don't know if that knob is going to actually control that or not. I don't. I'm not real sure how you would do that unless you're clipping somewhere else. And I, I mean, it would be you would have to do a lot of circuit work, which I doubt they're going to do. F- The tube screamer.
1: Maybe maybe they had to to use the new tube, and they decided let's you know add this feature. And I I mean, it seems like I'm I'm sure that like this is pure speculation, but I'm sure they didn't just throw a new tube into the into into the tube screamer. I'm sure they had to completely revamp the the circuit. Wouldn't you think? I would hope. So
0: I would hope, but I mean, but I am a bit jaded. You know, I've, so for what thirteen eight? What's eighteen now? So, seventeen years, I think sixteen years, maybe. Mm-hmm. So for sixteen years, looking at pedals, there's been a lot of times where I'd hoped one thing was true, and it ended up being <laughs> completely not true. So, you know, I I um I I hope it is something other than just. uh a device in there for for the sake of marketing yeah i guess that's what i'm getting at
1: yeah i I hope so too especially with the like i said uh korg you know has got those vox amps and i've seen that they've got like i said some preamps and some various other things i'll be really really interested to swing by them at nam and see what all they have going on with the new tube stuff because i'd love to see some like i like i said studio gear based on this this thing i think it could be really cool
0: Do you think they'd say anything if I came by with a screwdriver and just started unscrewing the back of it? (laughs) What are you doing? Oh, I'm just taking it apart. I'll put it right back together, I I swear. I've done this a million times, trust
1: me. (laughs) I've been looking at pedals for 16 years.
0: (laughs) Why do you have a soldering iron with you? Uh, It'll be fine, I promise. Yeah, don't worry. I've done this. I'm a professional.
1: (laughs) I'm an industry professional. (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh yeah.
1: Yeah. So but hey, I guess I was th- I wasn't even thinking about NAM being so close. Like I was thinking, oh, I have to go to Guitar Center and, you know, try one of these things out. Like, oh, actually, NAM's coming up. I'll just try one then.
0: Yeah. Yep, right around the corner from now, which is uh, about two weeks mm-hmm. from the time this podcast uh, airs. So,
1: I'm really excited. I've always I'm always excited about Nam, but like for some reason, I'm extra excited this year. I don't know. I don't know. I don't have any reason to be extra excited because it's always cool. Hmm. But
0: yeah, I don't know. For me personally, I, I mean, Nam is always fun because I get it. I could actually see, talk, shake hands with people that use our stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Rather than reading a name on a Facebook group or a forum or something. I thought you were you know.
1: going to say me, but never mind. <laughs> well, that is the downside. We'll, we'll make <laughs> oh, it do that. Oh, ouch. Yeah, I'm usually not I – mean, I don't smell that great. So, um, um so you I got, know. Well, you but, know, I, it should – it's worth noting, uh, and I know people know we do this remote, but it's – it's it's really hilarious to a lot of people, um, like my dad and my wife, like all these people I know via the podcast, especially like you, um, where we talk all the time. And it's like, how many times have you actually met? Uh, t- twice. <laughs> like, like we've met in person twice for you know, right? An hour a piece. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: That's true. But you know, but you know what? And this actually kind of mess with my head for a little bit, um, especially since we, we've been doing the podcast. Mm-hmm. It's, it, I think it's, and I'm guilty of this too, so I don't mean this in a negative way, but when a person listens to a podcast every time, or, you know, like, uh, you know, we've talked about Joe Rogan, for example. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I feel like I know Joe Rogan pretty well. Right. Because I listen to his podcast all the time. You know, where if I go up to meet him, I'll know a lot about things he's gone through, history, how he talks, you know like all these things were I would feel like I know him and he has no clue who I am. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that was I remember that was a little bit hard to get used to for me first starting the podcast and people would come up and talk about stuff and I'm like how did they know that? I must have mentioned that on the podcast at some point.
1: Right. <laughs> well, I will say like so, the uh, having the the kind of close knit community that we have around the various gear podcasts uh, definitely helps with that because it's like okay I do know like I kind of know this guy like even though we've never right. talked like I kind of I get what kind of duty is you know just I'm not talking about anybody sp- specific just we've digitally interacted enough that like I, I feel like I know them a, a little bit when I do right. meet them in person and I think that's that's ki- that's kind of it's probably not totally unique lots of podcasts have communities around them um, but ours just just very tight-knit uh, and I I think that's kind of nice so
0: it is. It is. It's not anything like a lot of other podcasting niches, I think, you mm-hmm. know, uh, like the fitness industry. You know, there's a lot of fitness podcasts. And uh, I don't see those guys hanging out too much.
1: <laughs> not really. It doesn't. So, I don't. Some, but. Yeah, some of them, you know, but.
0: Not like the, not like, I mean, like at Nam, we have a big, well, Earthquaker puts on a big party. And basically everybody who is into pedals goes, Mm -hmm. (laughs) it seems like anyways. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, You know, all the podcasters and all the YouTube guys and all the different companies and,
1: Mm -hmm. you know. Reps, dealers. Like, yeah, it's just, uh, (laughs) uh, and I get first in line at the food and I eat all the food and then everyone's mad at me. (laughs) It's basically what, what happens. So <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't have that problem. <laughs> I'm like, where's the p- so, there it is. Sliding in there. <laughs> give me the sliders, give me the pizza, give me the hot dog. All right, yep, I'm loading this up and everybody's like, huh. Well Blake ate everything again, so that's nice. <laughs>
0: well, to kind of get back a little bit, on, on the new tube tran- transformer, on the new just blah, 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 on new on the new tube mm-hmm. tube screamer, yeah, my that is, goodness, that's that hard for me to say. Uh, the new tube, tube screamer, uh, I think the US price is like 250, right? Okay. Okay. The um, and I was thinking about this today. The TS 808 is like 180. Mm-hmm. Or somewhere near there, I think. Um, and then the t- the TS9 is $99. dollars mm mm-hmm. And I was thinking, like, because the question was coming up, like, what, why is this if this is a modified TS9 is this $150 I mean you know is it worth $150 more for this new tube? And I,
1: right we don't know yet you know, do we
0: Yeah we don't know that mm-hmm. So I was thinking well we already pay $80 more for a TS9 with two different resistors and a different op amp you know which means parts wise a different button And a different yeah mm-hmm. on and off button mm-hmm. So you know I mean that's Less than a dollar in parts when you're buying them in 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 mass, you know, in bulk. So, you know, this comes to market supply. If people are buying the new tube at two hundred fifty dollars, mm-hmm. then it's completely worth it. In fact, they may raise it to two ninety nine. And the opposite's true too. If no one buys it, this may be the one twenty nine tube screamer.
1: <laughs> yeah, who knows? I mean, I didn't know because uh, I don't know anything about anything. Uh I didn't realize until recently between you and uh, another couple dudes uh, informing me um that the TS9 and TS808 the new ones are basically the same circuit board with like you said two resistors and the yeah. chip changed. I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought they were a, I knew they were the same basic circuit but I thought they were more different than that.
0: Well, they, they did a 35th anniversary, like, I think the narrow box version or something like that, mm-hmm. and one of the versions, there's been a, okay, so there's been a bunch of versions of TS-808s. Um, let me see if I can find the page here. And then there's the yeah, hand-wired uh, version. Yeah, this is, yeah, this is just a production version. I'm looking at uh, Analog Man's Analogman's website, uh, and he lists a bunch, he lists 46 different versions. And Woof. I don't know when this was written, so... So I guess I say that to say like on the 35th um, anniversary version, mm-hmm. they're using uh, two op-amps. One of the op-amps basically being buffers instead of transistor buffers. So that's a little different. That's a little different than the regular circuit. But for the mo- for the from the TS-808s that I've seen, the circuit boards are the same. Um, for, it's pretty much the same thing minus a couple parts.
1: Huh. And that's $100 almost more, right?
0: I think they're one eighty. Let me see. Let me see. If I, let me just buy one real quick from Sweetwater. Yeah, just this s- this this podcast brought to you by Sweetwater Music and Sound. Is it really? Um, wow, that's great. No, it, it it's not. But I'm open. I'm open to. Uh, oh, really <laughs> I'm you- open to advertising
1: opportunities. Um, yeah, one eighty. One eighty. Okay. One eighty uh, U.S. dollars. So. Just saying, Sweetwater. I've uh, heard of a couple guys recently. They got their order in. They were very pleased, but they didn't get any bitto honey, and so that made them quite upset. Really? Yeah, you know, bito honey.
0: Huh? I don't, and I wonder how that works. I, because um, so for anyone that's not familiar with it, when you buy from Sweetwater, they put candy with the with the whatever you're buying. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I know some people have got like a bunch of bitto honey which is a type of candy. Mm-hmm. And like you said, some people get none. So I'm not sure if they just grab a handful and sometimes there's a bunch and sometimes there's not or well, whether there's actually someone there who's like, there's one bit of honey, there's one Tootsie Roll, there's you know, one piece of gum.
1: <laughs> I, I don't know. I I, uh, I know everyone pretty much looks for the bit of honey as far as I know. Everyone's like, where's a bit of honey? And uh, so that's led to, uh, uh, you know, Leon over Pelican Noiseworks, he only sends bit of honey in his petals. I was
0: I was just going to say, so I'm waiting for someone to do nothing but send bit of
1: honey. That's all he Got does. It. He he's just every petal. it's it's all bit of honey. At least it was uh here not too long ago. I think he's still doing that. He just sends bit of honey.
0: <laughs> does he does he send a toothbrush and some toothpaste to wash away the cavities after that?
1: Man, you need like a power washer. After Beto Honey, it just gets in there. It's so good, though, because the flavor just lasts. You, you, you taste it for, like, days afterwards. <laughs> you,
0: have to sand, you have to sandblast it off your teeth.
1: Dude. <laughs> yeah. you gotta go to your local body shop and have them get in there. Um. So, yeah, anyway, it's, it is interesting to note, though, about between, you know, people – People get crazy about the TS9 versus TS808. They still do. Like you'd think, this day and age, they'd information would be a little bit more out there than it is. But yeah, they're just they're not dramatically you know, different. They're not.
0: The information's there. I mean, I did a video. I think about a month ago on YouTube. Um, on YouTube, not newtube on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, I did a video where I had built the TS808, the 808, and the TS9 circuits. Separated by a switch, so I flipped the switch down one way; it's TS nine. Flip the switch the other way; it's TS eight hundred eight. And so the whole video, I was just playing a few things. Not, I didn't tell anybody which one was which. And just flip back and forth. Right. But then at the end, I am like, okay, here is here is which you know, top was eight hundred eight, bottom was TS nine, or whatever on the on the switch position. Mm-hmm. And and keep in mind, like I am in the room next to the amp. I also, I I think on that video, i had ran it to um, I'd ran it through like a two notes captor. And ran that out into my DAW. That way, I could also I could use IRs mm-hmm. impulse responses, uh, you know, for cabinet simulation, right? And um, so I was listening to like the unfiltered sound. Well, through the sound through the amp, and then before it hits a speaker cabinet, right? Right. So what that basically means is I'm hearing a lot more high frequencies, tons and tons of highs and mids than what you would hear after it gets to the speaker. So. And so I, you can hear, I say that because you can hear more that way than you will after it gets filtered out from the speaker. The speaker's a filter. Mm-hmm. And it's, I mean, it, the diff, there is a slight difference, There' a little bit of difference, but it's not a dramatic difference. It's really not at all. But <laughs> some of the some of the comments that people get mad about, it's, it's like talking about politics. Some people were violently mad because... I obviously have 10 ears. How can you not hear the dramatic difference after you run it into your DAW to put it into a movie, compress that, upload to YouTube. YouTube compresses that mm-hmm. and then you're listening in on your on your little, you know, headphones in your iPod or iPhone, right? Right. <laughs> and I'm like, no offense guys, but I was sitting next to the amp. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: There's not that much of a difference, especially after hearing it without the speaker and all the high frequency content. There's not that much of a difference. There's just not. What do you, I can put what do you a spectrum it, analyzer though? on it and see it. What do you know about it? Oh, uh, so, I mean, you, you don't, you don't, people... You are, don't
1: know. You can't hear anything. If you can't hear it, you shouldn't be making pedals. <laughs> <laughs> That's, there was comments like that. And
0: I'm like, guys, it sounds like I'm, you know, talking about Trump's policies or something. We're talking about some basic circuit stuff. I mean, we're talking
1: about circuits, electronic circuits and math. Why are we arguing? <laughs> no, it's magic. It's not math. We already talked about this. Yep, That's true. There's magic. It's There's <laughs> nothing else but magic. It's all Gandalf.
0: Oh, my goodness. So, yeah, it. Um, like you said, so people get violently mad. Or, well, like I said, like we both said. People get very uh, angry if, not everyone, but some people, if um, if you don't have the same beliefs they do about a circuit. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think the 808 and the TS9, that's one of those hot button topics. A lot like clons, you know, the old clon versus the, um, oh, what's the surface mount version he did? The um, KTR. KTR. I want to say LTD, but that's barber electronics, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that versus the KTR or versus the Tumnus or any of the other clon clones out there, mm-hmm. you know. Um, people get pretty defensive on, on stuff like that.
1: Yeah, I mean I you would think they're talking about pizza toppings. Well, cuz that's something to get passionate about. that, <laughs> that is something that we can we could really go a long time on and, you know, I don't I don't think it's an appropriate topic for this podcast cuz I get, I'm very passionate about my pizza toppings.
0: Well, when we do our chasing pizza podcast, then uh we could talk about that then. Hmm, that sounds really
1: good. That sounds tasty right <laughs> you, now.
0: You're thinking, oh, that's a business opportunity I hadn't thought of. Chasing, Chasing pizza. pizza. Let, me, let me let me see if that's in ChasingPizza.com. It's available. Yes.
1: All right. <laughs> Honestly, that would and be it, a that would be a thing that I would do. I would. Go, oh, I can imagine. I just go around to different pizza places and just review and eat their pizza and talk about it, like. Yet. I honestly would be surprised if no one has done that. I'm yet. sure it's been done. I'm 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 sure of it. There was a guy who, um, and I had to go try it just to to see. Um, but he spent like a whole year traveling the United States, eating cheeseburgers to find the best mm-hmm. cheeseburger in America.
0: That sounds like an amazing job. It does. I want that job.
1: <laughs> no, and uh, he he the uh, he said in his opinion, and I. I kind of disagree with it, but uh, he's much more experienced than I am. But uh, he said the best burger was at a place called Stanich's here in Portland. Best burger in America. Really? So So
0: the next year did he go around trying all the different statins to get rid of the cholesterol? (laughs) 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 This is the best statin.
1: (laughs) <laughs> this gets rid of all the cholesterol <laughs> don't, don't get me started on statins then you want to talk about a topic that gets me all riled up anyway i uh, yeah
0: I'd, i've uh i would like to talk to you about that sometime because <laughs> i have been recent this is totally off topic from what we'd plan to talk about but i've been researching statins because i'm on one and i hate it hate mm. it with the passion i wanted to die a slow miserable death and um so I'm trying to look up all the information and you know how that is, especially with the pharmaceutical industry. There's a lot of conflicting information.
1: Oh yeah. And I am not an expert. I just uh I have prejudice feelings. Play
0: one on a podcast?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not an expert. I just play one on the statin podcast. Uh, uh, <laughs> the statin podcast. There probably is one. <laughs> Chasingstatins.com. Chasingstatins dot com. Brought to you by the Chase the Chasing dot com podcast. <laughs> But oh, I wanted to give you my review of that cheeseburger real quick. Pretty, yes, please do. Pretty good, but I f- find it to hardly be the best burger in Portland, let alone America. So
0: just so you're saying there's better burgers in Portland itself. Yeah. Not even including other cities.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: There, there is no way this person went to every place that sells burgers in America. They didn't. There's no way.
1: They didn't, but they did hit up like he. He had a pretty good write-up. He went to several burger places in Portland. Um, and I wonder if it was like the experience, this, this is totally what people tune into here. Uh, the experience, cause he, the Stanich's Stanich burger was his, I think, I think his first burger like off the flight. And so like my, my mind is he's super hungry, right? So anything's right. more delicious when you're super hungry. Right. And then cause he tried some other ones that I've had that I consider to be better, uh, and and he he said they were good but he ranked them lower than that one so i don't know it's a, it's a good it, it's a good burger but i i don't know i don't i definitely can't say it's my favorite
0: you would ha- you would have to have bias because i mean think about it this think about trying seven different burgers per day that first burger especially if you're hungry like you said it's probably going to be pretty tasty by that fourth or fifth burger you're probably like uh eh, it's all right it's, it's edible that's, that's but if you f- that's if you flip that order, maybe it's not the same,
1: you know? Yeah, I think you gotta I think the real scientific way to do it is you'd have to you'd have to only have one burger per day and try to recreate uh, the scenario as much as you can. You'd have to. Like just to be as scientific as possible about this very subjective oh. talk topic.
0: <laughs> Almost like comparing TS nines and TS eight oh eights. Yes. You, know? you gotta listen to the TS9 one day. Listen to the TS eight hundred eight the next day.
1: No, that doesn't work. No, you got to do side by side on that one.
0: Yeah, but then by then your ears have already fatigued just a little bit. They've fatigued from that first playing that first TS nine.
1: Well, the real way to do it would be a double blind, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, peer reviewed uh, study. Uh, that's the only way to really get get to the bottom of this.
0: I th- you can find that study on PubMed edu, of course. <laughs> Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure someone spent millions of dollars for that
1: study. I'm I know, sure. They I have. know.
0: I spent ninety nine dollars on a brand new TS nine for it
1: myself. So <laughs> this has been exhaustively, exhaustively researched. Yeah, by all the industry leading individuals.
0: <laughs> oh, absolutely, man. <laughs> all right, so we have. We've talked about the new tubes we, and how we have no idea how it works, if it's even, if it's, uh, you know, a legit thing as far as quote-unquote tube tone mm-hmm. or whether it's um, a great little device to make a pedal for 250 bucks. We don't know. I'm excited both about wouldn't. it, though. I will I'm say that. I'm excited as well. So. I can't wait to take, the, take one apart at NAMM. Um, <laughs> and then we've also talked about the handful of changes between the eight hundred eight and the TS nines. I am sure in the process we've made several people angry. <laughs> several people yelling at their at their phones right now.
1: Now, 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 now. This
0: guy's got ten ears. Mom, mom, these guys are idiots.
1: <laughs> I mean, he's, they're not wrong in that regard. We are, but
0: yeah, that, yeah. I am mm. not. I am not saying you are
1: wrong. <laughs> Anyway, oh, uh, what else did we – and we talked about cheeseburgers and – We talked
0: about the best cheeseburger in America, which you happen to live next to, and you don't take advantage of that on a daily basis. No, I don't. And we talked about your new business, ChasingPizza.com. Uh,
1: this has been very, very informative for everyone. Actually, we did pretty good for the first half, I think. I feel like, I feel confident in our, uh, in our broadcast. Uh, it's as, a, good sol- good C-. yeah, it a
0: good solid, good you know? solid C minus.
1: Yeah, it's a good solid C minus overall. But I mean, the first part was, you know, I'd give it a B, and a and a and a, for us, it was a great 10, 15 minutes where we actually talked about the the topic at hand. That's true. This is this is unheard so. of. So. <laughs>
0: Well, until next week, join us next week whenever we have uh, you know new talks about our favorite burger places and new talks about our favorite pizza places from, ch- from uh, ChasingPizza.com. Yes. <laughs> All right, Blake. Later, Hosen. Until next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Chasing Tone Podcast. I really appreciate it. If you have any comments or questions, you can always reach me at podcast at womplerpedals.com. Uh, If you haven't left a a review on iTunes, I'd really appreciate that. Just head on over to iTunes, look for the Chasing Tone Podcast, leave a review, and um, we we will talk to you next week. Oh, one last thing. If you guys have any questions whatsoever, make sure you email them to me. You can also, if you would like to, you can call the office number, 765-352-8626. You can just leave a message there. That gets put on like an audio file that we could then use on the podcast. So feel free to do that as well. And thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week.